Hi, thanks for joining us for another episode of Chronic Conversations. My wife loves my intros, as you can tell by her <laughs> laughter. My name is Jerry Anderson, Jerry freaking Anderson, a.k.a. Jerry Leonard. This is my wife and co-host, Giggles. What's up? Tickle me Elmo. <laughs> All right, we'll go with Jen. Um, and today, my guest is Sean Thompson. He's a personal trainer, uh, a manager in that pro wrestling and a few other things. And we're going to talk to him and see what he does and get some of his opinions on some workouts and things like that. So, Sean, tell him hello, who you are, and a little bit about what you do. Hey, guys. So, my name is Sean, as he told you. Uh, I run a small little personal training deal. Can't really call it a company because it's not a company. Uh, I mean, it's. I, I, hope, I hope to make it a company one day, do not get me wrong. But for right now, it's just, you know, me personal training. I call my, I, I call it Thompson Personal Training because I had nothing better, to be honest with you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, if I'm being honest, I was high and I was thinking of names and I was just like, <laughs> why not use my last name? So, well, I mean, you know, you sometimes know. simple is easy, right? Right, exactly, exactly. Plus, I can't be sued for because I have every right to that name. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you don't have to worry about getting it trademarked or anything. That's true. So, uh. But yeah, so I do personal training, and then I'm a USA Boxing certified coach as well. I teach boxing as well, so you know, and that's pretty much my life. I like weed. I like video games. <laughs> okay, well, the boxing. I, I I don't know if you knew this or not, but I used to uh, box for Skippy Fairbanks. Skipper Fairbanks. Yeah. yeah. Guess who? Guess who helped me get my license? How, would that be him? Yes, it would be. Yeah. Great coach, great man. A whole whole different whole different era of coach and and mentor. Oh, oh yeah, dude. I guarantee you, and he still teaches some of those techniques today. I bet. And and they'll work to a certain extent. My problem is, I love him to death. Great dude, has helped me out a ton. My problem is trying to get him to realize that this is a new era of boxing. Well, that I mean, this ain't. This ain't his day where it's, you know, okay, we we got 12 rounds, so we're going to spend the first couple, you know, hanging out and filling each other out. Now, you walk in there, you don't know if it's going to end in the first round. It may right. end before the first round, even really gets off the ground. You may have just ordered a beer or, or, or just poured yourself a beer wherever you're at. Right. Sit down and boom, it's over. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I think with him, too, is a lot of mostly foundational stuff. Like, he built me a really good foundation. Um, once I started boxing for the army team, it was like different, you know, cause there was a lot more to it than some of the basics, um, got a little more into it, but really that foundational stuff that he taught me was what got me through a lot, you know, is, is falling back on, on that stuff. The stuff that you drilled obnoxiously till you were nauseous and tired of fucking drilling it. And then you drilled it some more. Right. Yeah. And that's his whole. Uh, belief system, which I'm on board with that. I mean, right. Bruce Lee once said, you know, Bruce Lee once said, it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Yes. You know, that, and that's what he teaches. He teaches peace. He teaches calmness, but he will also teach you how to bust somebody open. And, and he still sparred with the guys when I was in it. He was what? He still sparred with the guys when I was in there. So, let me just attest to anybody who has any doubts, that man could throw down, even at a, at a later age then that he was. 
Yeah, he can't throw down anymore. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. And it's, oh, no, I guarantee you. You know what Toby Keith says? I ain't as good as I once was, but I'm as good once as I ever was. I, I guarantee you, if it came down to it for him, he'd be as good as he ever was just one time. Yeah, he, he'd lick anybody his age for sure. Oh, yeah. That I've got no doubt about. But, you know, I mean, he does. He teaches the book, or he teaches the foundation of it. He teaches you the, the very foundation. And the thing is, I mean, it's it's like when you're building a, a house. You know, you can build a brick house, but if you don't have a solid foundation, right, it means absolutely nothing. And that's the way that he teaches. Right. Which is the same for nutrition and things like that, which you teach, I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, all right. So you have your basics. You know, you can go to the very bare basics, start over, and your bare basics are your chicken, your rice, and your veggies. Those are your basics. And while they're tired and true, once you build on that and once you start off there, you know, as part of your diet, then yeah. you can start messing around. You can start messing with different things. Like, for example, okay, let's take uh, a meal that I made the other night, all right? It had your chicken and your rice, but I took the chicken and I uh, this cookbook that I have called The Fighter's Kitchen uh-huh. showed me how to make chicken. Uh, so you take the chicken, you lay it out, and you batter it like you'd be ready to put it in the deep fryer, but you don't put the flour on it. You just put the eggs on it, uh-huh. and you cover it in, or you cover it in eggs. And then you put fat-free milk in or in there with the batter and all that. And then you batter it using panko crust. Yes, I love panko. Yeah, panko breadcrumbs. You batter it doing that. And, man, I'm telling you, I add, I added some uh, chick or some red wine to, uh, to the uh, milk and uh, make sure to give it a little bit of flavoring there. Yeah. And I'm telling you right now, dude, that chicken – Actually, I might go make some thinking about it right now. That, it does sound pretty good. Speaking yeah, of chicken you and... Got, you got to start off, you know, I started off when I first was learning and everything and, and doing my own nutrition. I was starting off, you know, throwing a piece of chicken in the oven night after night after night. You're kind of monotonous, huh? Yeah. Or, or, or throwing a piece of fish in there and just putting some rice on to boil. And that'd be my... And that'd be my... Lunch and dinner right there would be that same thing. You know, it wasn't until I progressed that I learned how to do everything right, but I had to have that foundation first. Yeah. Um, when, when you're talking about the food and stuff, do you do you track your macros at all? or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what I do, I allot myself right now because it's winter and it's not so much, you know, keeping cut and keeping, you know, everything slim and trim as it is for me and this is just me personally i know others have different goals right right for me right now it's more about putting on that muscle Uh so i'm not worried if i get a couple if i get a little bit of fat rolls here and there because there's stuff that come march i can work off immediately right plus you've already raised your metabolism by building muscle which burns fat yeah exactly so you know uh but right now i'm putting uh like my diet consists of 80%, no, I'd say about 70% protein, mm-hmm. uh, 20% carbs, 
and then 10% the other vitamins because I'm getting a lot of vitamins too from the pro or from the meat as a right. protein. Right. Yeah, so. Do you take any kind of supplements? Uh, I do. Right now, okay, so what was it? Two, three days ago, I partnered up with VikingSucks.com. Okay. Right? And they had sent me some free samples and I tried them. And I was like, huh, these guys are pretty good. You know, so I, or, and then uh, I was shopping for my next batch and they told me they were like, save 35% on the today's order in, by becoming a, I guess, spokesperson, spark, sponsor, partnership, whatever you want to call it. With okay. Them, where they give me a code for 35% off and I get 35% off on my orders, uh-huh. but then I have a 10 code that I give out to other people and if they purchase from the website using my code I get and and my link I get a 20% commission but where do they need to get in touch with you if they wanted to try to do something like that like buy the supplements and everything off of me mm-hmm. yeah if they wanted uh, to or use your code or just online or just send me a message through Facebook right here or or hit me up on Twitter at death metal fight uh, you know, uh, hit me up there, and I'll have, and I'll give you the link and the code, and you can save yourself ten percent. Yeah, I, get, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. This ain't no pyramid scheme or anything like that, so I ain't got no reason to lie. Yes, I get a small little twenty percent kickback from it. What right. do I do? I'm, I'm making like, you order something off or for thirty bucks, and yeah, I'm making like what five bucks out of that. Yeah, Come yeah. on now, you, you know, it, it, it ain't. It ain't much. I know you, know. you too, and you're and you're like me. You're not going to let anybody sponsor you that that you don't believe in or haven't at least tried their products and enjoyed yourself. Yeah. Uh, which is what yeah. I try to stick to here on the podcast. So, yeah. I, yeah. I, Folkster, Folkster is their pre workout. Man, I'm telling you, they sent me a they sent me a free sample of that Folkster, I think it's called, and I took it, and I got some on the way now. But I took this, I took that sample. And I had the energy to go. I think I went for like two and a half hours in the gym that day. Nice. From that free workout. I've, I've come close to two hours. I've done a little, almost right at two hours before. But I have never done about two hour, two and a half, two and three quarters of an hour. That's awesome, brother. That so that's great. definitely something you'd want to try. Yeah, I mean, it was great stuff. I'm like, how did I have all the? It wasn't that I was worried about my body. I was worried about my energy level going into. Right, right. And somehow I'm just sitting there going, man, I still got all this energy. All right, let's get back on the bag. All right, man, I, I, I did five rounds on the bag. Why do I still have so much energy? Let's go run a quarter mile on the treadmill. Right. And I just kept repeating that cycle, doing different exercises. And finally, when I was finally able to get my muscles to the point of exhaustion, it had been, like I said, it had been about two and a half, two and three quarters of an hour. Right. I love those kind of workouts where it seems like you're going for an hour or two and you just literally run out of stuff to do. Uh, you know, yeah. your body's still still kicking it. But now part of that is mental. And, and one of the first questions when people are starting out and, and the question I get most about fitness seems to be, how do I get motivated or how do I get motivated to start? And I'll tell you, I'll tell you my philosophy on that first and then I want to hear yours. Um, to me, the journey of a thousand steps begins with one step. So, huh? Oh. Go back. Go talk about uh. Journey of a thousand steps. Well, starts with one steps. 
Journey of Thousand Steps. I remember that part, but I don't remember. You're going to give your philosophy on something. and then Yeah. Uh, it's gone. It's totally gone. It left the mind. My bad. Uh, if we do smoke, that's no, okay. Uh, damn, what were we just talking about, brother? Uh, we were talking about your philosophy on how to get started and how to get motivation. Started. Yes, thank you. How to get motivated to talk about getting motivated. So, to me, you, you don't start mo- mo- by being motivated. You start out by doing. To me, once you start doing and you start seeing some of those results, that's what motivates me. Motivation is also something that's not there every time. Sometimes I'm not motivated. Sometimes it's just time to go to the gym and I got to rely. What I say is I got to rely on discipline because discipline will do what motivation doesn't want to do. So to me, the biggest thing is just getting started. If you can if you can beat your mind enough to get started, which to me is always the hardest part, get back started, whatever. Then that. Yeah, you got to get as 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 Joe Rogan calls it, your inner bitch. We got to We got to work things out to where they understand I'm in control. So, so how, what do you, how do you stand on motivation or how do you get motivated or how do you suggest people get motivated? All right, man. So first off, when you get, or when you're sitting there and you're like, man, I want to work out, I want to get in shape. Understand that it's not something that can be a passing thought in the night and it can't be a new year's resolution. Do not get me wrong. Do not get me wrong. I am, this is my first New Year's as a personal trainer. Okay. My first as a personal trainer. And so, yes, I'm kind of excited. Looking at it financially, I am excited about the New Year because I know what the New Year brings in to the fitness industry. It brings all the New Year's resolutions. But to anyone out there who may be thinking about it and just going, yeah, it's the New Year's resolution of mine, get that out of your head. Because you can't go into it with a, I'm going to do this for one, two months and be where I want to be. It don't work that way. It does not work. There is no, you can go to like Beachbody On Demand and they can say abs in 30 days. No, no. So there's no magic pills. There's no magic. You mean no fairy dust? You can sprinkle, no. <laughs> yeah. You know, just pray to Ronnie Coleman over there. He'll, he'll, he'll come like a thief in the night and just sprinkle some magic power of dust on you. You will wake up with some abs. <laughs> yeah, right? But no, uh, as far as motivation goes, man, if you're starting this journey, be ready to commit to it. First off, that's the only way you're going to see results. And I don't mean it has to become your entire life like it did me. With me, it consumed me. It is literally fitness. And, and, and I have no problem admitting this and everything like that. Fitness is literally what gets me up in the morning. It's lit, especially on Mondays when everyone's dragging it and everything. I wake up and yeah, there are times when I'm dragging it, but then all I do is I think to myself, "Hey, isn't it bench press day?" <laughs> you know, and I'm like, "Yeah, it is. Let's go." You know, it becomes one of those things to where it's just what you do. You don't if you do it long enough. Like I said, you know, getting started is hard. Uh, um, but once you do yeah. that and you get rolling, it's like brushing your teeth or putting on your pants in the morning. It's just, exactly. it's just what you do during that part of the day, right? Right. Yeah. And as far as more motivation goes, like on those days that you're just sluggish and you're like, uh, I know I need to do it, but I don't want to. Yeah. That is where you're, like you said, that's where understanding what you want and understanding what you have to do to get there. You know, so setting goals. Uh, 
Yeah, Eric Thomas once said, uh, Eric Thomas is an inspirational, um, motivational speaker for anyone that doesn't know him. Um, Eric Thomas once said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. All right, and that goes for anything. If you want to do something, if you want to lose that weight as bad as you want to breathe, you're going to lose that weight. Right. That has to be the motivation. I just work. Uh, so when I first started, you know, I I, I would work with anybody. You uh -huh. know, just trying to get my name out there, trying to get a chance to do it. I would have taken on anybody. Uh -huh. Right. Well. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to name names and I'm not going to go back in, into a hardcore. Mm -hmm. I had someone come to me that wanted to lose weight or said they wanted to lose weight, mm -hmm. but literally I never saw any drive. It was always excuse after excuse after excuse. And I just never saw any drive. Yeah. And so, you know, I was like, and so when he was like, Hey man, I, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if, you know, this or that, you know, I mean, just some excuse. I'd be like, okay, whatever, fine. You know, I hadn't, I mean, it, it, it honestly got to a point where, where even at the time he was scheduled to be, I was looking for something else to do because I knew he wouldn't be there. Right. You know, I, I just knew. And I was like, he just doesn't have that motivation to be there. Everyone around him wants him to be there. But he's not there mentally. Yeah. It will only be when he gets there mentally that he will make any sort of change in his life. Yeah, yeah. And it has to be mentally. Yeah, yeah. It has to come to that point. That is the biggest motivating factor of all. You can say you want to do it. You can know you need to do it. But if you're not ready to do it, you're not going to do it. Yeah, doing it is literally the only way to do it. And it sounds so simple, but it, it, it really can be hard. And, and. Oh, all right, so for the first two months that I started my fitness journey, all I would do is work out and get on Netflix and watch different documentaries about athletes, about boxers, about MMA fighters, about powerlifters, whatever I could find to keep me motivated. Right. That was how I motivated myself to start. So you put the, the work in. Say what? So you put the work in. Yeah, I, I put the work in, but I was putting the work in on Netflix, but I was right. on Netflix to Motivated. Right. You Build know, up I you mentally. I wasn't watching, you know, I wasn't watching this, you know, Medea goes to jail. You know, I wasn't watching Trailer Park Boys. I do love the Trailer Park Boys and I'll watch them <laughs> you know, But I wasn't watching them. I was watching, uh, there was one on there that I liked. It was about Ronnie Coleman. That really got me to thinking. Then I watched uh, Southpaw. Southpaw was on there. Yeah. I watched that to get motivated. I would go in there and I would type in boxing or I would type in powerlifting, whatever I could find to motivate me. Because I had to see it in a in a form that was going to motivate me. That's how mm -hmm. I got started. I had to, you know, I had to see that training montage. I had to see that dude trying his heart out, waiting for the biggest uh, moment of his life. I had to see that to get me motivated. And it, and it comes down to different things for different people. Right. You know, you may have some guy there who's sitting right now who's you know in his 50s or or 40s or 30s or what have you and he's overweight 
you know, he's sitting there going, yeah, I know I need to do it, blah, 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 blah. Excuse, excuse this, excuse yeah. that. And for him, he may never get that motivation. It may take, and I hate saying this, but it's the truth. For some people, it takes a major, a big-time issue. Mm-hmm. It takes a big-time health issue for them to finally step back and go, Maybe I do need to make a change. Right. Yeah. And, and it changes a lot, too, when you start doing that for reasons of, of health versus um, aesthetics. Uh, uh, I'll tell a lot of people if there's nothing wrong with having a goal of aesthetics of, of looking a certain way. But if that's your main goal and you fail, then you know what I'm saying? But if it's overall health, then you're going to succeed because even small changes are going to make you healthier. It's going to. In, in, increase the the quality of your life, if not the actual quantity. Right, and I'll, I'll be honest. When I first started getting into fitness and everything like that, my main goal wasn't to become some personal trainer. It wasn't to become some boxer. It was to toughen up, become tough, and. Honestly, at very first, I was like, man, I want a six-pack of I want to take off my shirt the whole next year and have every woman around just crowding me, you know, all that crap and everything. I my six-pack of abs. And I, and How's that working so, out for you, by the way? <laughs> they're there. They're like called stealth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, no, I mean, they're there, though. I take a – I mean – I get hit in the gut on an almost daily basis a lot. Right. So, you know, they're, they like, have to be tough to take that. Like any other um, muscle, you know, seeing abs is just the absence of fat. It, it doesn't mean that, you know, if you do have fat, you don't have the muscle for sure because, um, oh, yeah. I, you know, I, there's been times when I've had an unbreakable core but still no abs, and there's been times when I've had an abs and, and the core wasn't really that strong. So, again, there's a difference between exactly. what I call go and show, like you know. And, and also, like, let's take this. Yeah, like you said, like, there is a difference in performance and show. Like, let's take this. All right? I think we'll both agree. David Young hasn't always been, like, that slim and trim and, you know, jacked up, like, muscles actually showing type of guy. Mm-hmm. But he had performance. The dude is as strong as an ox. Right. You know, and I guarantee you, if I walked up to him today, even today, not 20 years ago when he was at his prime, even today, if I walked up to David Young and gave him a hard left to the straight to the stomach, he probably wouldn't feel it. He'd yeah. probably be like, what was that, dude? Really? Come on. Because <laughs> I guarantee those his core, because your core, how strong your core is dictates how strong the rest of your body is. Right, which a lot you of know? people either leave the core out or they're just trying to work out their abs, and, and there's just so much more than that little six-pack you're trying to work, right? Yeah. I mean, there's your obliques, you know. Uh, there's your upper abs, your lower abs. It doesn't all come to your front, you know. It doesn't all come to your front. I mean, that's why you see guys, and they look like they have a six-pack because their abs are showing, but then you look at, like, their sides, and they've got, like, a little bit of love handles there and everything like that. That's from where they've neglected that part of yeah. their abs. Oh, I know. Like, I see that all the time. And, <laughs> like, these kids that come in ready to box and all that all the uh-huh. time, I see them, you know, they're taking their shirts off and everything like that. And they're like, yeah, I'm 17 years old. I got a six-pack of abs, this and that. 
cool. That's great. Then they get in there and they take one shot to the side, not yeah. to not straight to the end, to the side, and they're done. They can't take it because that part of them isn't strong because they never thought to sh- to work on that part. They just condition thought, it. Yeah. Oh, I'm star abs let me do some crunches now a lot of people who don't um who are not cannabis enthusiasts uh, we're both cannabis enthusiasts um they get it mixed up uh you know people who are healthy and use cannabis well i won't say smoke because there's a lot of you know uh, yeah here here and there yin and yang on either side of that issue too but Explain to people how you're a personal trainer and you're healthy, but you use cannabis for people who feel like maybe they don't understand the medicinal qualities or the anti-inflammatory qualities or things like that. Explain right. how you put those two things together, because they sound like they don't go together, but we know they do. Right. Right. They, they don't. <laughs> the outside surface, because of the stereotypical pothead that came about in the 70s and 80s, you know, everybody thinks of a pothead as a lazy. Can I cuss? You sure can. This is an explicit show. All right. All right, cool. And because of the stereotype that that was in the 70s and 80s, you know, of the pothead, hey man, free. Cheech and Chong, right. Yeah. Because of that, and Cheech and Chong are legends. I laugh right. my ass off at It's that. comedy. But because, yeah, but because of that type of stereotype you have people who look at marijuana users cannabis users and they're like oh i'm this guy's lazy that guy's lazy what have you right you know they think of potheads as nothing but lazy that's it but they couldn't be further from the truth all right so cannabis to me is a relaxation tool I mean, five days a week, I'm bru- I'm getting bruised and battered. Because even if I'm not working out myself, I'm still in the ring with some of my boxers that are coming in, you know. And right. I'm ha- and, and I'm standing in the ring with them, letting them hit me, you know, giving them openings and everything like that that they can take. Because I have to train these guys to actually fight in the ring. Right. Which means I have to be able to take shots. Because they have to know when the shots are available. Even just holding pads. I've held pads before, and that can be brutal. Oh, it is. <laughs> and it, I mean, you got, you're, you're holding your pads. And even if you tell the guy, you know, hey, go easy, the moment that fist connects, you know, two, three, four, five times, it starts stinging a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You know, even it really does. Especially when you got a heavyweight who easy to him is still, you know, really really hard you know because he's looking because a heavyweight you tell them to, to give you 60 percent of their power it's going to hurt oh yeah protected right yeah well i mean you know, it, you know it's it's you're, you're still gonna feel it well pre- when it comes to precision you know at 25 percent, if i catch you right on the jaw you're still going to sleep like you don't have to oh, hit yeah, that's that's a yeah. confusion too but but i know getting beat up like you were saying so you, you come home and you use it to relax from all that right I mean, hell yeah. And the thing, too, is that a lot of your listeners don't know about me, but you do. I have cerebral palsy. Right. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, that helps my muscles a lot, too. That helps them. Okay, so because I work out and I'm putting extra strain on my muscle, you know, it 
already the disability, the pain that I get from the disability mm-hmm. is already there. And then turn around and add that, that type of pain onto it. If I have something as simple as cannabis that makes that pain go away, whether it be Delta A, Delta 9, right. just regular CBD, whatever. Whatever, whatever works for you. Right. Yeah, whatever works for you. Uh, it, if that helps you, then what's wrong with it, you know? As far as, you know, everyone going, oh, well, bad for your health, bad for your health, I use it. I'm in great shape. I mean, just the other day, I deadlifted 250 pounds for the first time. I saw that. Congratulations, sir. Thank you. Thank you. And to a lot of people that, you know, maybe like, oh, 250 pounds, that ain't much. To a regular person, it ain't. What you have to understand is I have a muscle disease. Right. So so for me, 250 pounds is actually quite a bit of weight there. Well, yeah, it's like the... Yeah, I mean, and, and, and it's percentage-wise. You know, if you if you have eleven dollars and you donate ten of it, it's different than if you donate ten dollars and you have a million dollars, right? Exactly. Like for me, even I, point, when I came back and, and started hitting the gym again, you know, I, I'd been, especially in my younger days, I was an ox, and so the hardest part, uh, I probably couldn't have went back to the gym if I hadn't started taming my ego a little bit. Because where I had to start back at compared to where I was, was really disheartening when I first started. I started benching about 90 pounds. I've doubled that. Now, I'm only to about 160, 165 right now. But I've done this in the course of about six weeks. Right. Muscle memory. Muscle memory. So, yeah. So, if you've been out for a while, get back in there. I'm, damn, how old am I, baby? 47, 46? I'm getting close to 50. Yeah. Yeah. Between, you know, I've taken a couple of shots, one or, or 12 to the head. So a second ago, we rolled straight through the uh, break. So uh, we had a little break after I talked about being 50. So we are back now after our break. I'm back here again with Sean Thompson. And um, I'm even older than I was before, but yet somehow I'm younger than 50. I don't know how that happened. Um, we were talking about motivation and age and just, just getting going, right? The, the the most important thing is 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 you've talked about it long enough. Let's do it, right? Just do it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I mean, you put it off, you put it off. You you've told yourself all throughout the year, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it and everything. But first, I need to get all the bad stuff out of my house. Well, I'm not gonna waste it. I'm gonna go on a weekend long bender mm-hmm. of eating junk food and eating and drinking sodas. And, cooking myself all this great stuff and, you know, eating that large slice of cake all by myself. Yeah. And then, and and so you spend all weekend do that. You have a great weekend. Monday morning rolls around, you've got a stomach ache. Well, you can't work, I can't work out on a stomach ache. I'm, I'm too full from the night before. I'll start it tomorrow. Right. Uh, tomorrow rolls around. Well, it's already Tuesday. Tomorrow's Wednesday. Might as well start it next Monday. Well, look at that. I've bought a bag of chips. Here I am eating look chips at that. on Saturday. Planning to start on Monday. How those how those chips and, get into my buggy? Yeah, but that's the thing, man. You talk about it for so long. At some point, you have to bite the bullet and, and do just it. fucking do it. Right, just right. Fucking go. Just fucking. If you've got to, all right, so we have a lady who works out with me who eats right, buys the right food, 
cooks the right food. She knows. She's actually taught me a bit about nutrition, even though I'm the one that went to school for it. Right. You know. It's always she room to learn, right? Yeah. I, I so I don't have to worry about learn about taking care of her nutrition. She does that for herself. Right. But she uses me because she needs some way to keep motivated. Right. She needs someone to work out with that's going to push her and keep pushing her and make her come back. Someone that's going to text her, you know, the day of her workout, hey, you're still going to be there at this time, you know, you're still mm -hmm. going to do this or whatever. She needs that person in her life. So that's why she pays me. That's what I do for her. Right. You know, for another person, they're flat out beginners and they think because they are vegan that they eat a pretty good uh they eat pretty good and everything true to a certain extent but if you're true taking in ten thousand calories a day you're still gonna get fat <laughs> yeah yeah well not only that but i i told them i said you know what i, I told them the day that they uh, came in and signed up I, I looked at her and her son and i said all right i'm gonna go to the store today and i'm gonna browse the vegan aisle that you guys are over that you guys are talking about here and see what i find yeah to get a feel for what they were eating you know so i go and she had told me about some vegan tomato sauce that was supposedly really awesome like oh. some vegan pizza sauce and something like that i go and i look on the back of it and the thing has what was it 37 percent of the daily value of fats wow that you're allowed yeah nearly half and it had like it had like 19 grams of sugar in it. And that's per portion, I imagine, per serving, right? Yeah, so per you, serving. So, you know, you drizzle it out. You're like, oh, well, this is vegan. I'm going to drizzle me some more out. And then all of a sudden, you know, you two, three servings later of that pasta sauce, not, just, not, not the pasta itself, just the sauce. And you fuck yourself up for the day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would imagine so. Um, going back so to I the cannabis a little bit, what um, is there a certain strain that you like to use, and what's your favorite way to dose? So right now, I love I, I love my vape. Do not get me wrong; it's easy, it's quick. I pick it up, I take a hit, I'm good to go. But if I'm being honest with you, that's my favorite way. Well, um, for the people who can't see, he is showing me a, a very lovely bong just now. Do you have? Is it named? I have named it Death. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, because sounds like a lovely name. Yeah, it's got skulls all over it and everything like that. And despite its appearance, despite its appearance, it will actually hurt you. I, now, I, its name is. Never thought of a name for it, but it will. I need to think of a name for this thing, actually. How It'll about Final Destination? Final Destination. I like that. <laughs> I've got a Captain America bomb, too. Because once you've uh, hit that, you ain't going nowhere else. It's your final destination. That is true. Oh, man. Uh, I've got a Captain America bomb, too. But mm -hmm. Of course, it's aptly named. I mean, you can't not name a Captain America with him standing right. on the freaking bomb, you know. That, and of course, for anybody at home, Spider-Man Pipe. Yes, I'm a huge Very nice. comic book nerd. If you don't like it, fuck you. Come <laughs> do something about it. 
Seems like that's what's led to a lot of the changes in pro wrestling today is the shift in what it in itself is portraying. Like to me growing up, um, before WWF came along with some of the gimmicks and stuff, when it was when NWA, Georgia Championship Wrestling, Memphis, things like that, it, it was based on um, if people know what it, what it is, it's called catches catch can wrestling. It's a, it's a legit submission wrestling art form. Um, and it was basically an exhibition form of that. Now we could go deep carny and talk about carnivals and marks and things like that. Yeah. Uh, but, but to keep it a little bit past that, it was called catch wrestling. So we were pre basically performing an exhibition of a real sport, just giving it like a finish storylines, things like that. But today it seems more geared towards it's, it's more somewhere between uh, uh, Marvel superheroes and anime or comic books. Would you you agree that that's the more how it's portrayed nowadays with with some of the no selling and, and and do you like that? Don't like that? How do you feel about it? Oh yeah, with the, in regards to the selling part, yes, yeah. Because here's the thing, and I've tried to keep up with it, and I failed miserably. I have to. Uh, I'll, I'll, <laughs> yeah, I've I, I, I just failed miserably at this point. I'm like, all right, screw it. Right now, I'm working with Trevor at PWE and. Honestly, that's the only desire I have to do that anymore is mm -hmm. with him, you know, because he's my friend. I love him to death, you know, and, and me and him have a lot of fun together. So I love doing it with him. But as far as the traveling and everything that I would have done, you know, 10 years ago, spending spend half the night in Blue Ridge, Georgia with Woody or yeah. you know, spend half the night down in uh, Porterdale with uh, Matt Hankis and them, you know. Mm -hmm. Fun times, do not get me wrong. Very right. fun times. But at this point in my life, yeah, I'm only 31, but at this point in my life, I'm like, man, I just want to chill out. I want to do what I love, which is boxing and, and fitness. And Do you follow yeah, boxing I, as well? Say what? Do you follow boxing as well? Oh, big time, big time. As a matter of fact, TWE had a uh, show Last night, I wasn't booked. I stayed home and watched boxing all night. Nice. I watched, uh, Triple, Mania. I watched Triple Mania, and then I watched boxing, because the boxing came on after Triple Mania. Okay. Is it, who, who, who are you following nowadays? Anybody you like to watch when it comes to boxing? Uh, uh, Canelo. Canelo is an obvious choice. Right. You know. Agreed. He's freaking amazing. Ryan Garcia is pretty good. I mean, he's, he's pretty damn good. Uh... I'm really waiting for the Deontay Wilder Tyson Fury fight. Do you think that'll still happen? Again, again, yeah. I, I, I think it'll happen. I think it'll happen. It, I mean, they're tied what one to one, right? It needs to happen. Yeah, I it mean, needs to happen. Yeah, I definitely like Tyson. to see it happen. Uh, you know, I'm not big. Uh, uh, there's this kid. He's an amateur boxer that I watch. I really like him. He's based out of uh, North Carolina. His name is Big Red, that nickname, obviously. Go North Carolina. Uh, right. Uh, his name is Big Red Christopher Simmons. Okay. Look him up on Instagram. I mean, kid's like 14, 15. He's an amateur. Uh -huh. But he's so good. Like, the way that he just moves in that ring, the way that he makes opponents miss, it baffles my mind how at 14 I can sit there and feel like I'm watching someone who deserves to be on the pro stage oh yeah i remember the days back watching mike tyson when he was 15 and even 
more so than that, uh, Oscar De La Hoya on the Olympic team and, and watching them and thinking, man, I bet they do something with their career someday. And I guess they, they really proved me right as well. Um, kind of like the smaller guys myself. Speaking of uh, boxing here in Chattanooga, Jay Bell. Jay Bell, yes. Um, uh, great guy. Yes, yes. I have actually worked out with him at the YMCA a couple of times and even sparred him once. Um, amazing dude. Um, amazing story. Um, you know, he fought for Don King for a while, um, made some big money. Things didn't work out uh, so much. Uh, I, I wish he had had the comeback he hoped for, and then I kind of lost track. It was Don King, really. I mean, the dude, the dude was the boxing version of a carny. Yeah, yeah, he truly was. He he he's one of the best workers, probably uh, of our our time. Oh yeah, workers in general too. Not just wrestling, not just boxing. Literally, he worked the entire world. But yeah, he he worked the fans. He worked his boxers. Um, you think there's going to be anybody like him again? I mean, most of the older guys, like he's. He's up there. Bob Arum's still kicking around a little bit, but but most of those old school type of, I mean, Oscar De La Hoya, you might want to say, is kind of filling in in, in, in those kind of shoes in some ways, but uh, especially after the whole split with Canelo and stuff. But do you think there'll ever be another promoter like Don King or a Bob Arum or something like that? Uh, if I'm being honest about it, if Mayweather gets into promoting, actually right. promoting. I think that he would bring that back. Yeah, yeah. I, I really do. Now, I'm not a big fan of him versus, is it Jake Paul or Logan Paul? Which one Logan, is it? Uh, they say Logan. I'm going to go with that. It, okay. Okay, yeah. Logan Paul, to me, that's an event. Uh, that tell you how much I'm paying attention to it. I don't even know the, the kid's name. Right. It's an embarrassment to the sport, man. Yeah. The sport. No, it's it's a cash grab. It was but on a Mike Tyson pay per view, for God's sakes, Lord help us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I mean, I'm sitting there watching. Oh, oh, I'm Logan Paul. I like, oh, 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 uh, uh, you know, oh, windmill, windmill, windmill. He, man, what are you doing, swimming? His style, I call it like a, I call it AK-47 style. He just he just gonna spray and pray. I mean, pretty much, man. Yeah, congrats. He knocked out Nate Robinson. Ooh, Big Wolf, you knocked out a dude who has never been in a boxing match in his life. Right. And you've only been in one, and you've only been in two against another YouTube star. Right. Come what, on, man. What do you think about him calling out guys like uh, Conor McGregor? Well, Dana White said that Conor McGregor would never have. Dana White would have stopped Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. And I'm really hoping... If I'm being honest, and I know it's just an exhibition, I'm hoping Mayweather could get up on the offer to fight. Uh -huh. I'm hoping he could him up on the offer to fight and knock him out first round. I really hope that's what he did. Yeah. To show the kid that boxing is, is not something to be. Oh, I want to do this today. Can't with boxing. Can't be that way with boxing. Huh? Do what? I'm sorry. Go ahead. My kid's saying grand. Oh, yeah. Right now. It is. All right, man. Um, well, I have loved talking to you, sir. I'm gonna actually go ahead and wrap it up. It's getting a little late here. Uh, I think it's been an absolutely amazing conversation, and uh, definitely hope to do it again. I'm glad at the beginning people don't know because we kind of had to trash it, but we had some audio issues, and we had a pretty good conversation for 10 or 15 minutes before. Yeah. 
for the thing. Um, I, I definitely like to do this maybe together sometime face to face and, and, and we'll get us a nice long one in there. All right. Yeah. That'll work for me. Uh, you know, I'm available whenever you can, man. You know, I, I do my personal training thing. I do the boxing coaching thing, but you know, where they, where they look for you if they, if they want you to train them, um, do they just get you on Facebook or is there a way to look you up yeah, or get me on Facebook, look up Thompson personal training and you can message me through there or you can, uh, message me on Twitter death metal fight that is it's still geared more towards wrestling but i'm also using it for whatever now too okay so you know just dm me on twitter if you have twitter uh message me on facebook just look up thompson personal training you'll see the little uh blue and yellow design with my name on it and all that uh, uh -huh. or, or thompson personal training on it and yeah that's pretty much how you can get me <laughs> okay that's awesome you man um Facebook, go on ahead and DM me here. We'll yeah, you, you can find him through my Facebook page and a, a few other things too. Um, just a quick bit of news. Uh, Chronic Conversations is working on uh, going up to YouTube. So uh, some future shows will start going up there. So we're doing some more video testing and things. So look for us also on Instagram, on uh, uh, Facebook. You can hear our podcast on Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcast, um, uh, Pocket Cast as well as a few others, just uh, we, we should have it on Instagram and Facebook and everything. I'd like to thank uh, my guest again, Sean Thompson, for being on the show. Thank my co-host, uh, Jen Leonard, for being here with me this evening. And uh, we'll talk to you next time, sir. Thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye, right. ma'am. Thank you for having me.